So I ran my first ultra marathon last weekend. And it wasn't until about halfway through it that I finally figured out why I started doing this stuff. And then during the second half of the race, I was, <laughs> I was so worn down. I forgot what the answer was, and I didn't remember until today. The place to thank for it, or blame for it, as the case may be, is the Wyckoff Wildlife Center in Bergen County, New Jersey, right near where I grew up. They, had this nat- they still have this nature trail there that loved it when I was a kid. Not enough to run it for 30-plus miles, but enough that whenever I was in that area, I'd find a way to walk it or run it once, twice, three times. Like, to the exclusion of all else the place has to offer, I would just beeline for that. That's where the trail running bug started for me. It just took me a couple of decades to, you know, figure it out. And a couple more years after that to connect that dot to the thing that rebooted my interest in it, which was just getting sick of running on treadmills. And I hate running on asphalt. But you and I can argue about that another time. And I'm sure if you're a traditional runner, we will eventually argue about that. So about two years ago, I start running the trails around Jordan Lake. It's a beautiful area right near where I used to live in Apex, North Carolina, Raleigh area. So I set these small challenges for myself in conjunction with my nutrition program. And then I saw something on Facebook about a run that, you know, there's a podcast title right there, actually. And then I saw something on Facebook about dot, dot, dot. Anyone who wants to host that one with me, let me know. And you'll have to let me know because by the time you hear this, I will own that title. So I saw something on Facebook about a trail race called Monadnock Ultra, which was going to happen at the end of last year at Crowder's Mountain, North Carolina. It's put on by a group called Dirty Wolf Ultras. It was a 50K, 31 miles, and during it, you go over two big hills a total of four times. And there was a 10-hour time limit. So as long as you don't go slower than 3.1 miles an hour over the duration of the race, you'd finish. And I thought, well, how hard can that be? I can walk faster than 3.1 miles an hour. I do walk faster than 3.1 miles an hour. Okay, so the hills are bigger and you have to do them for a lot longer, but it just never sounded like, pardon the phrase, a huge mountain to climb that most people seem to make ultra marathons out to be. So, but before I signed up, I figured, let me go out there and scout the course. I'll do half of it by myself. We'll see how it goes. So about a year ago, I go out there and I bring with me one bottle of water and one protein bar and it was over 90 degrees. Would you care to guess how that one ended? Actually, no, I did finish and within the time limit for the big race too. But this is after I got lost. I ran out of supplies. Of course, I called for help, called a couple people for help hobbled to the finish. There was no way I could have doubled that distance. Lesson learned. So I come back a few months later, better trained, fully equipped, and I killed it. Plenty of energy to go back and do it all again. Okay, so now I can do the race, right? Wrong. In a ridiculous piece of irony, that same weekend, my wife, Mrs. 12, and I decide to move to Charlotte. So we're much closer to Crowder's Mountain, but we're going to have to do a move a week after the race was to take place, and that precluded me from doing the race. Not only did I not do the race, I didn't work out for the next three months at all. But eventually we get settled into Charlotte, and I start going to this place called the U.S. National Whitewater Center. Name doesn't tell you, but it's got dozens of miles of trails, along with dozens of different kinds of beers on tap. So... So, of course, it's like a second home to me now. I start working out there, and eventually I do a half marathon, and it goes really well. So I book another Dirty Wolf race, same guys who did Monadnock. It's called the Rocky Branch 50K in Belmont, also not far from Charlotte. 
So about three months ago, I go out to scout that course, and I hated it. Granted, it had rained for two straight days before I got there, but it, it, it was the flip side of the Wyckoff Wildlife Center. It was like a poorly maintained dirt bike park in Jersey in the early 1980s. Completely abused single track, overgrown, no room, thorns, a mess. And I couldn't figure out how the hell they were going to get three 10-mile loops out of a place that small. It turned out I had read it wrong. It was 10 three-mile loops they were doing, not three 10-mile loops. So it'd be lousy and boring. But I'd already paid my money, so you know that was that. One thing about trail running you have to know, you do not fail to start a race unless conditions are manifestly dangerous or you're debilitatingly injured. If you want an easy out, do a charity 5K on tarmac. There's plenty of people who sign up, pay their money, and then don't show up for those because they can't get up that morning or just don't feel like it. So the race, the 50K. After I'd finished it, I know I'm jumping ahead here, but people said after I finished an ultramarathon, once I'd processed everything, I would have some life-changing profundities to share. But I'm sorry, I really don't. I trained six days a week for two months so that I could run 31 miles in nine and a quarter hours, and I did. Training taught me that the race would hurt more than any run I'd done previous, and that's what happened. For most of the last 12 miles, my right calf muscle felt like it was going to come right off the bone. But it wasn't a scary, unexpected feeling that. And yet, Mrs. 12's patience when my little pains in training became her big little pains, and the advice of veteran ultra runners, that all that was very helpful and very much appreciated. But ultimately, I just walked a lot and ran a lot to then walk a lot and run a lot on one day. So call this an anti-profundity, but after doing an ultramarathon, I'm now pretty certain that anyone who can walk normally can do one. Yeah, it's tough, especially in the summertime, but it was not, oh my God, I'm going to die, tough. I think the hardest part is getting past the numbers. Most people see 31 miles or they hear 31 miles and think, good Lord, that's longer than a marathon. And then they leave it at that. They hear about people like me who are not runners, not athletes, taking over nine hours to finish a race that's not much longer than a big city marathon that many people finish in two or three hours and think, good Lord, those hills have got to be monstrous. And then they leave it at that. That's as far as they take it in their heads. But I'm telling you, if you can walk normally, try trail running. And if you do it with me, you'll get all the pickle juice you can handle, my friend. Yeah, it's uh, pretty <laughs> pretty disgusting, especially when it's warm, but you will need it after mile 15. Ultramarathons, much more difficult to think about than they are to actually do. It's like life often is. And there's your profundity, very half-assed profundity. This is Pushing 50. I'm Adam 12. Thanks for listening. Hear you later.